Welcome to the Slice Podcast, brought to you by Jackfruit. Jackfruit brings you the latest shit you don't hear anywhere else. Hey, what's up, nah? Welcome to Jackfruit, nah? Alright guys, welcome back to Jackfruit Podcast, the Slice. Welcome back, Kung Lee. What's uh, up? <laughs> we, uh, I know we spoke about spoke last time about uh, racism in America. I know that we have a special story that you, you guys wanted to go ahead and share with uh, some things that are going on. Yeah, might as well go ahead and uh, share that story. So what, what's been going on with you? Know, um, you know, along with all the racism going on with the Asians, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, America, the native people, their land was taken away from them. And, uh, you know, the European settlers or whatever would give them, you know, the blankets with smallpox and all this other stuff. But it's crazy how time has evolved. And now there's so much going on that a lot of people don't even know about, like how corrupt the system is. And uh, especially because they live, they don't live in certain parts in their bubble that I was talking about a lot of people are in their bubble and when until it happens to them then they start reaching out for help but then there's a lot of people who who live in in different parts like spring was living in Kentucky and the Boyd County Greenup and Ashland basically they're all like the CPS they steal people's kids and you know for profit and they, the deputy sheriffs, they run like, it's like the old, the wild west. They take the law into their own hands. Like they're falsifying documents. They are perjuring themselves. I mean, there's a deputy sheriff. Her ex is selling steroids to her, her client's kids. I mean, it's like crazy. And as soon as she found out that he's doing all this, she tried to get out and he's beating her up. She's waking up middle night, getting choked. I mean, you, you can explain a little bit about, you know, like just how the CPS and everything that you've gone to do. It's, it's a very emotional topic for her. So I just wanted to start it out. CPS, you know, they're, you only if you give them, you have to say yes and come in your home. So CPS don't have rights in Kentucky. Like it's, it's literally someone can make claim out your kids, but then you have to say yes, let them come in. And I did that because I had nothing to hide. And I thought someone was going to help me actually. Right. Actually, I cried. I was like, someone's really going to help me. And then they sent me down for a test that I never took when they took my kids. I took a blood test that night. A blood test. Wow. So they said something was like literally in my urine, but I never took a urine test. So they said something was in my, actually, I'll, pardon my French, but it was like, it was something that was in my vagina. They said I was hiding something. I was like, okay, well, let's take my blood test. Take my blood at this point. Because I went down there because they were going to take me to Safe Harbor. They said that there were some police officers that would save me and my baby. So I had my babies with me. So I went down there because I had nothing to hide. I'm not a drug addict. So I was like, okay, go ahead, take it. And then she wouldn't let me. I had never had been strip searched. I never had been stripped. She told me to spread my butt cheeks. She told me to lift my bra. Wow. Jeez. I've never had that happen to me. So I was just like, I just want to pee at this point. I was like, let me pee in a cup. And they never let me. And then they took my kids. Wow. So I went that night, the same night, and I took a blood test. It was clean, but it came back nine days later because it was a Mayo Clinic. So it sent off to the Mayo Clinic and everything was clean, but they said I was like a drug addict. Wow. Wow. What, what yeah, so of, they took my kids, though. So. What part of Kentucky was that? Uh, Boyd County. Uh, Greenup County, actually. It was Greenup County, Kentucky. Boiling Green. It's so, Greenup County, and it was A, a, a plus, yeah, A plus testing. Where this is crazy, that night, my managing partner called me and says, hey, your girlfriend's, she's doing a live feed. There's cops all over the place. So as soon as I clicked on, I saw a whole bunch of, like, sirens, uh, not sirens, but the lights from the police cars, and then it got cut off. So I started calling her 
you know, immediately. And she didn't, of course, she didn't answer. And that same night, while they had her parked and they surrounded her. I never and, even turned my car. And somehow on the record, they said there was a high-speed chase and they were all chasing her. So unless she had a go-go gadget car, how did she get away from 30 cops yeah. uh, on a two-lane highway? Yes. That's actually a court record. That's so court records court say that I was in a high the reason why I had my children taken away was because I failed tests. They said I failed tests and I ran. So actually I went out there and I sat in my car and I was like, Mom, I didn't do nothing. I had that on audio. So I was like, What do I do? Because I'm not guilty, but what do I do? Because people are the police were around me. I was like, Oh my gosh. And then like literally she said, Lock the door. So I locked the door. And then I just live footage it. But in the court records it says my children were taking because I failed a drug test and I fled. And I was in a high speed police chase where my children saw the damage because it was like they when I was apprehended and my mother was arrested, she has cancer. So she was arrested on an outstanding warrant, they said, <laughs> which she's never had a warrant. And then they arrested her, and then it was me alone. So they isolated me. And then I took my kids, actually. I didn't know what to do because I've never – I just I just shut off for a minute. You know, spring, she goes to she, – she went to school for being uh, – Pre-law, but pre -law. I forgot all my rights. It's not that when you're when you're scared, you know, you, you kind of tend to get stuck in your shell. But she called – the a1 drug test place and they never even heard of because that's the place that they said that did her omega test labs. Uh, or omega lab so she they basically denied that they gave her a drug test or went and took her urine or even her hair sample or whatever it is through a test like literally we have all the evidence in the world audio uh, and then one thing good about kentucky is they let you record whatever's happening without them knowing um you know the situation and you can use that as evidence so between all the evidence that she she has the amount of corruption that's going through there even the judge so even like five cities away the, the cops hear about all the racketeering there's like the protection over here you can tell them about it because the guy they didn't even know it him yeah so we we actually got a um, we, we served the ex with a restraining order and the, the guy who has a company who served them, their server went to the police station. Literally, they got cussed out, yelled at. They, they're like, we'll make this disappear. It's like they're, they're like a little gang. That, he even that, said they were acting there. He yeah. wrote a letter for the judge actually here for California. He said he didn't care to write a, like a, like a letter because he said that they were like racketeering. He said that they threatened that they can never just serve any EBOs ever again in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean. I don't even know him. Just, just today we found out her uh, stipend check or whatever tax returns. Yeah. Uh, they took it because uh, child support. $1,700. And, and, and the crazy thing is. He put on court, basically, he put on Facebook what happened during family court. And you're not supposed to do that Empire. at all. And then he hashtagged all the, the, the companies tagged and tagged them on his Facebook. Oh, yeah. wow. Until the legal department had to contact my boss, and then they had me fired. So that's the craziness we're living in. Like, literally, it's like we're living in our own movie. It's, it's crazy. That sounds crazy. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like a wild west. It really is like a like their own like government there or something like that. It is. It's a small town though, and it's a good good old boy system. Is that how to say it? <laughs> yeah. So we're just trying to expose like what you guys are doing. Such a great job. You you guys are making people 
apologize, uh, you know, or get people fired from. That's amazing what you guys are doing. <laughs> so we're just trying to expose, expose, you know, I mean, you know, look, racism, yeah. all that, what you guys are doing is like what people need you guys are the voice yeah you're literally that's what you guys are doing and that's why right away i was like i gotta get you on this show because mm. you know like you guys make enough noise you know and when you put that up on we're gonna give you some stuff to put up on your instagram like it's so crazy like this guy says oh i've never taken stories but he benches 600 something pounds pills. you know crazy. like no one in the world who's natural can bench and they yeah. told me the night that uh, my kids were taken, they said it didn't matter about my race or my attorneys. They said, they were, she said, actually her quote her, she said, it doesn't matter because my mother wouldn't get out of the car. And she said, I'm not taking your test. She said, I have a cancer. I don't have my cancer medicine with me. And she said, I don't care about your race. I don't care about your tribe. She said, I don't care about your attorneys. She said, quote, you'll never see your grandkids again. Wow. And she has it. We even have texts from, and um, I have that her, on audio. Her ex also saying, hey, if you don't sign these papers over, CPS might put our kid into foster care. foster care. And that foster care is known to give kids away where, you know, kids go missing. Sex trafficking. Sex trafficking. I remember you brought up a couple of weeks ago when we talked on the phone about a story where someone rescued and saved 2,000 kids or something. Is that somewhat related to this? It's here. Uh, well, it's all like a... a, a so every year... In America, this is like, I got to get find out where the stats are, like but 800,000 kids go missing just in America alone. Wow. And worldwide is 8 million kids go missing. Wow. So between sex trafficking, between all kinds of other stuff, I mean, there's, I'm sure you heard of people drinking the blood and stuff like that. There's, it's all, it all goes on. Just no one talks sad. about it. It's very sad. Chris, have you heard about that? No, I haven't heard of it. Like, there's so like they torture the. <laughs> I don't. What we read, what we've read on it, is like they torture the kids to the point where their adren adrenaline is pumping full full on. Then they kill them and they drink it. Wow. So if once they torture so much, out yeah, something in spikes in their blood. I don't know yeah. what it is, adrenaline or whatever, but they bottle it actually and sell it. It's yeah. really sad. That's insane. Crazy. That, it really that is. is the world we live in. That's the 2,200 kids that were saved in a bunker here but in California. But we don't know what they're going to be used for, but 2,200 of them. That's, you know, it's... Underground. Yeah, they see yeah. them here in California. It was great. So uh, now... I have a video that I send to you guys where the U.S., there's a special task force that they're going to spend like $500 million to find these underground bunkers. So right now, those kids are oh. saved, right? Yes. Yes. They saved wow. them. Yes. So what? what's next? But of course... Uh, go ahead. What's next now after, because um, I know that you said a lot of the judges and everything is in quarantine right now. What's the next step to try to like get this addressed and handled? Press, you guys, gotcha. and other press, other media. So we slam them really hard with press. And by the time the quarantine gets done with, then they have so much heat and there's more for our team. There's, a, a, of course, awareness, but we have Eric Kramer. He's not a criminal lawyer but he's the head a lawyer for my ufc case i'm fighting for 1200 fighters but not only just 1200 ufc fighters but all the fighters that come after them yeah. and all the future fighters i'm fighting for them as a class action against the ufc so i got my hands in a lot of things but this one is close to my heart because of course spring you know i, I love her and you know we Thank you. we are like you know it's uh, it, it was 
He's my you know, best friend. It's like God said, hey, you guys. Across the world. Yeah, across the world. And it's uh, everything that has happened happen and we are just we, we're like in the front lines we are you know fearless let's just go head on but tactical and smart yeah. and strategic so between all the press which we have someone who's going to do a documentary on it but at the same time going to the federal court systems to prosecute and then my uh, managing partner jeff arcio he's going to get the former because he used to work at disney so it's the former pr lady uh, deborah She's gonna get as much press on it as possible. So we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna hammer them as much as we could. Just a question about these kids: like, how many? How old are these kids that were getting kidnapped? How old were they? My kids. They were actually at the time, um, they were three, and wow. he was seven. So, and I had primary custodian. I was primary custodian, but I left a law enforcement officer <laughs> that was abusive, and he honestly. Yeah. He said every single thing, but I never thought that would happen. Honestly, you know, believe in the law. You're like, that'll happen. That'll happen. That won't happen. He yeah. said everything that happened to the, to the day my t- children were taken, besides me getting killed and raped and put in jail. So that's why I said, and I drugged up. he said I was going to get drugged, gang banged. That's exactly what was worse. Gang banged and then yes. uh, put in jail. Where are your kids now? Are they're with your, uh... they're with my abuser. Oh, well. They're with my abuser because he wants me to obey him in court. Actually, the judge ruled on it. This is why that judge is so dirty. He ruled that after a domestic violence, okay, so after you leave your abuser, and I asked for a domestic violence counselor, everything that was denied, that was denied to change a venue. I was denied a, a recusal of the judge because I just wanted fresh eyes, someone fresh. Because I was like, how can you condemn your whole like sheriff's department? You know when I'm saying all this stuff. So let me give give me give me fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. He denied me recusal of the judge, uh, change of venue, and he gave my abuser my child and said I had to obey him to see my child or talk to my child. Wow. And That's I nice. haven't done that. So the whole I mean, court system and judge. Because I don't want to die, actually, at the point. They're all involved in part of this whole thing, and so they need to come down, yeah. too. Wow. And I have court papers for that. I was I have all the court papers of being denied a recusal of judge. I have court papers for denied a venue, change of venue, and I have a, he denied everything. And no. he agreed with everything with him. So what we have is everything that we're talking about. We have evidence that would easily be open and shut case in a federal court. We have evidence of the, the judge who signed the paperwork. He, I'm sure he does this a lot. We have the CPS workers that we record and also they're falsifying, uh, falsifying documents. We have the drug lab. We have literally videos of what happened in family court because they record it. Mm-hmm. We have the deputy sheriff, the basically him perjuring himself in court. And we have EPOs that was active when her kids were taken away. We have, what's that drug lab again? Omega. 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 We have them on recording saying that they... It's not a drug testing facility. They had no chain of custody. Yeah. So for my hair follicle, which is against my religion, because if you're a Native American, you know that your hair is that's very sacred to you. Yeah. But they took my hair. I thought, if I get my kids back, to give me, take my hair, take my hair at this point. But that reminded me of my grandfather when he passed. But I gave him my hair, but they had no chain of custody. And I'm not stupid. But, but here's the thing. They had nothing. It was the wrong date, too. The hair that they must have used. Now, you die at 5,000 if you're taking meth because they said she's on meth. Whoever's hair they use, it was at 8,000. Oh, so that's... I don't even know what meth is, but I was 8,000 milligrams. So they said that she was on 8,000... But my blood was clean. ...milligrams of meth. 
she wow. should be dead. My blood was clean. Eight days Dang. Yeah. So they, they I gave blood the same night. So we want to expose as much as possible. And I love what you guys are doing. So that's why I say, hey, guys, I got a story for you guys. This is this is a, a real life, like in person. It's a movie. Real deal here. It's a movie. This is it's oh, a movie. They should make a, yeah. So I, how how did you guys meet? Uh, 2008. Uh, he was uh, I was in the magazine, the UFC magazine, grappling magazine. Below him, after yeah, uh, well, basically, a, you know, a, a while ago when I I won the title, we're in the same magazine and we just communicated. Just friendly here and there. Knew the photographer who took the pictures and stuff. Gotcha. Wow. Are you, are you from Kentucky? Your whole life? Were you from Kentucky your whole life? No, no, sir. Um, my family's from Arizona, and my dad's from Florida. Oh, Arizona. And, and you said I was you born in uh, Orlando, Florida. Yes, I was born in Orlando. In my reservations from Arizona. Yes, right above Phoenix. I used to live in Kissimmee, Florida. Kissimmee? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's close. Awesome. What kind of uh, let's try to say? What, what kind of um, I'm Apache, White Mountain Apache, and then Seminole. Nice, nice. Yeah, I never really met. I never really met like. They're very anymore. You know, a lot of the, the the female Native Americans are people are killing them and putting them face down. So their souls don't rest. Missing, that's murdered crazy. Indigenous women. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. What What would you say the population of America is for Native Americans right now? I think Asians are like eight percent or something like that. We We don't know that. Let me look it up. A lot of the other reservations are getting like shut down right now, right? So there's a lot. They're like it's like the biggest genocide besides Jews, honestly. Most of the reservations are like in like Colorado, Utah, in the middle of like New Mexico, Arizona, right? There's tons of Mascalero, Apache. There's like tons of Apaches. There are Paiute. There's tons like Apaches. There's a lot of those around the scoop of Mexico, but mine's White Mountain Apache. So there's white, and then there's blackfoot, and you have crow, and then you have Cheyenne in the East Coast, and like uh, in the Cherokee, Aho. Wow. So uh, I did a look on Google right now. I said in 1492, there's 112 million in America, but then now there's about 6.79 million. That's only 2% of America. Wow. That's, that's a crazy change. Yeah. It's really sad right now. A lot yeah. of the reservations are getting shut down. It's sad. It's really sad. Yeah. So when they get They're shut down. They're thinking of water rights, actually, right now. When they get shut down, where do they go or what happens? Oh, you... Then you get the, the, what is that, the whole pipe, U.S. pipeline that's getting th shut through. They're trying to get it on our, um, our, in our uh, barrel grounds, HM barrel grounds, our water rights. They're shutting down schools because um, it runs through there. And now they want, that's why I did my pre-law was honestly, I wanted to fight for indigenous rights. And uh, it's really sad. Wow. Isn't there like, um, like there was, like a, there was like, a, like a treaty back then where. There was tons. Yeah. Yes, there was. Where like these parts of the United States are actually not part of the United States because these are reservations for um, the Native Americans. Yes. Patches of different areas in the United States are just not. Uh, United yes. States, right? They're actually well, they're breaking their treaty. <laughs> they're breaking their treaty again. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> because it's money. It's the money and greed. So they want to run through the, and to get the those pipelines in, right? For the, and it's going against our burial grounds though. So we're all standing up united and you can see like even the uh, veterans stand up for, there's tons like in the West Coast and they, they were just like literally standing there. Yeah. And because... Without water, who we can't survive. I mean, it's really you really can't. 
So they're just trying to stand up for what's right and um, against for their ancestors. And it's sad. Do you guys have anything else you guys want to add? You know, we, we appreciate you guys, Thank uh, you, so much. you know, getting behind us and, uh, and supporting this oh, stuff. And, you know, and yeah. um, we all got to stand united, you know, or divided we fall. So um, make sure you look up Kung Lee, follow him on Instagram, check out his YouTube. And Spring, what was your Instagram name? Sunshine Spring 12. Gotcha. Cool. Great, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Hey, what's up, Doc? Thank you for tuning in to The Slice. 